everyone. Musu here of Musu Writes. Um, I just wanted to do or at least dedicate today's podcast to the late entrepreneur B. Smith. For those of you who don't know her, um, she was a, a pioneer in her own right. She was a model. She was a TV personality. She was a business owner. And like I said, she was an entrepreneur. Um, I remember she had, uh, you know, different cookbooks. She did the whole homemaking thing before it really became popular. So she paved the way for a lot of folks that are in the industry now. Um, A lot of, you know, the YouTube presence that you see where people are doing different recipes or different types of home homemaker type things. She really started a lot of that. I don't think she never really got the credit she deserved for that. But nonetheless, I think that she had a very successful career um, and she was very well respected within the industry. Um, I want to talk about her today because Another thing that was known about her life was her struggle with Alzheimer's disease. And according to reports, that was the actual cause of her death, the early onset of Alzheimer's. And she, when, when this whole story first broke, this was several years ago. Um, of course, you know, mental illness is not a very popular topic. At least back then it was not. It was very hush-hush, especially within the Black community. It's just something that you didn't deal with, you didn't really talk about. So for her to come out and talk about what happened with her and what she was going through, that was um, a, a first. A lot of people weren't doing that. She chose to raise awareness on Alzheimer's. So I always thought that that was very brave of her because again, that's not something that goes on a lot. Even today, even though, you know, there's more awareness and there's more dialogue, a lot of people still have a hard time um, dealing with mental illness or having a, a good conversation about it. But she really broke down the barrier for that in many ways. And so when I heard that she had passed, you know, it was very heartfelt. And of course, you know, I made the personal connection with the story that I wrote because it deals with people who are struggling with different types of mental and emotional challenges. And one of the reasons I chose to write about that is, again, you know, it's not something that's talked about enough. Um, Some of the characters in the book really struggle with their their mental health, whether it's a man or a woman, a child or adult, different traumas, different things, you know, that may cause the onset of uh, mental illness. So for her to uh, choose to speak about it, I I just, you know, I, I just wanted to make this tribute to her. And I would like to, you know, go a little bit more into her life, uh, the contributions that she made on stage, behind the stage that have a a lasting impact today. So back in 2013, B. Smith uh, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and then she went public with it in 2014. So I'm just going to read a quick diagnose, a quick definition of Alzheimer's for those of you who are not uh, familiar with the disease. It is a common cause of dementia. It disrupts daily activity and cognitive skills such as memory, judgment, and language. The progressive illness is marked by abnormal deposits of proteins that form amyloid plaques 
and a whole bunch of medical terminology. Basically, it slowly breaks down the brain. The damage is so severe that it not only harms memory and speech, but eventually hits parts of the brain that that control bodily functions, such as walking, swallowing, and using the bathroom. So unfortunately, when it comes to this disease, it it just causes a gradual breakdown of a person in all areas, mental, physical, um, psychological. So it's, it's not a pleasant thing to see someone go through this. So I just want to, you know, extend my condolences to her family and her friends, you know, who have supported her throughout the years and, you know, just saw her gradually, you know, break down to a point where she was finally released from the pain. Um, and when she wrote about this book, the, the book is, when she wrote about her condition, rather, um, the book is titled, Before I Forget, Love, Hope, Help, and Acceptance in Our Fight Against Alzheimer. The book was published in 2016. So uh, I unfortunately... I did not read the book, but I may just go ahead and and grab it just to inform myself more about things like this. And when they spoke with her about it, she wrote the book with her husband, Dan Gatsby, and one, a Vanity Fair contributing editor. Um, So they spoke with her about the book and she said, you know, I'm still myself. I just can't remember things as well as I once did. So this is just one of the quotes they pulled from the book. But um, again, she spoke very openly of it when she was ready to. And it just really raised a lot of questions as far as, you know, what's being done about Alzheimer's and other illnesses when it comes to minority communities such as African-Americans. So one of the things that her and her husband did, they made a lot of great efforts to raise awareness on Alzheimer's. And when they did this, it highlighted how high the prevalence of Alzheimer's is amongst Black people. And as more research was being conducted, I mean, it's it's it has helped, but it's still not a, enough because more information is is needed as to why African Americans are, you know, more prone to the disease, especially as they get older. And this is in comparison to other races such as whites or Hispanics. And so when it comes to the African community, I think it's very important to point out our major institutions, you know, you have the the, the Greek organizations, you have colleges, you know, the HBCUs, you have churches. Um, are they saying enough? Are they doing enough when it comes to issues like this? And with me, with the church background that I have, I can tell you that, you know, from a church point of view, little to nothing is being addressed or done when it comes to things like this. And a lot of the times, in addition to the prayers and the spiritual support, you need that social support. You need that knowledge and information to kick in as well that will help people out. Because I know, you know, a lot of people who unfortunately are taking care of their parents or a loved one who may be struggling with with Alzheimer's. There's a lot of unanswered questions. There's a lot of frustration. And I'm going to go ahead and and assume that uh, finances weren't a big factor as far as um, B. Smith's situation goes. I don't know for sure, but I only mention that because I know when it comes to everyday working people and they have this situation going on in their family, uh, money can be in real issue. So I think with the, the effort that B. Smith made, it brings these different, it brings these different things to light. 
You know, we need to take a better grasp of what's going on. We need to educate ourselves more when it comes to things like this. And back in 2013, there was a report that was done uh, with Johns Hopkins Center and for Health Disparity Solutions called The Cost of How Alzheimer's and Other Dementia for African-Americans. And it basically, I think the conclusion of the report was saying that it's a serious threat to Black America. Um, so with, you know, with B. Smith's passing, I'm hoping that this will reignite, you know, the interest, reignite the, the research that was being done on this topic. And uh, I will share with you a, a pretty good article that the Washington Post wrote back in 2017, and it was titled, African Americans are more likely than whites to develop Alzheimer's. Why? So with this particular article, it focuses on a couple um, where the wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and her husband is basically her caretaker. And when they asked him, you know, what it's like to have this going on in their lives, he described it as a slow moving train. And that is just so painful to, you know, try to envision because you're this person that you've grown with, this person that you've loved for so many years is slowly breaking down and there's no progress. It's just regression. And, you know, that that's a lot. So, and I bring this, this issue up because it, I think it's just, um, it's, there's so many things to it, but one of the main reasons why I chose to talk about it today is because when it comes to writing, when it comes to looking for ideas, a lot of people ask me all the time, like some of the, the main questions that I get is, well, what should I write about? Where should I start? Well, I can say that the ideas are a lot closer to home than we realize. Now, do you have anyone in your family who's struggling from Alzheimer's or, you know, any type of dementia or anything like that? You may and you may not. But I think regardless, um, nothing is more powerful than telling either your story or someone else's story because, in the short and the long run, you're really opening doors. Uh, you're really grabbing people's ear when it comes to uh, painting or writing what what is going on, you know, what presenting a problem and how it can be addressed. I think that's the main thing that people are looking for these days when they choose to pick up a, a good book to read, um, whether it has to do with how to fix a, a broken laptop or how a woman is going from a divorce to remarrying, you know, the, the love of her life, whatever the topic of the book may be, the fact that it, it presents a problem and it shows what it's being, it shows what's being done to reach some type of resolution or to just reach a, a better situation about it. That's enough to really um, get someone's attention because any that's what we do every day in our lives. When we go to Google something, you know, when we go into the bank to ask about something, we're looking for a solution to a problem. So when you when people want to ask, you know, what should I write about? Where should I start? I mean, there are so there there are endless endless avenues to choose from. And if you choose to write about, you know, uh, yourself or you choose to write about what your, your grandfather went through if he fought in Vietnam or, and he's, you know, he's still struggling from the effects of that. Why not? 
go ahead and write that. Someone needs to hear that story. Someone needed to hear B. Smith's story. And I just hope that it it opens the doors for more conversation because I know in my book, like I mentioned earlier, I don't go as deep as she may have gone, but I do bring up the, the topic of mental and emotional issues that stem from, you know, different uh, events of trauma in one's life. And I'll just get into it a little bit with my main character, uh, Asuma. She went through a lot as a kid. She went through a lot as a teenager. And then that cycle was repeating itself in her adult life, in her adult relationships. And so she really had to fight this serious battle to, to get out of that. Was it a perfect win? No. You know, was she... Um, drama free? No, of course not, you know, because life, you know, will do what it does every now and then. And, but the fact that it brings up these topics, it brings up trauma, it brings up assault, but it also brings up hope. It also brings up uh, reconnecting and starting all over again. Those are the type of things that people need to see and people need to read about for their own betterment. Because, you know, Beat Smith, she suffered, but I believe that she had a lot of love and support um, going on in her life. And I, hopefully, you know, she went out peacefully. Uh, but the fact that, you know, we, we saw how her, her life unfolded, um, she, she became very hidden, of course, once the disease was diagnosed, but she was very successful career wise. And she, the fact that she pressed on after this diagnosis just says a lot about, you know, the type of woman that she was and how, you know, that decision made such a strong impact when it came to research and, you know, different things being presented for discussion. So it's it's important to, you know, not be afraid to take that step. I know for me, it, it took a very long time to finally go ahead and, and take that step to go ahead and talk about what was going on with me and to craft a a story out of it that will connect with people. So when it comes to, you know, not knowing what you're going to write about, there's, I mean, it's closer to you than you realize that I think for now, that's the best way I can put it. There's so many things going on in and around you that it's pretty hard not to pinpoint something that you want to uh, put out there, what you want to write about. So I just highly suggest you, you know, sitting down and thinking about these things, read about different things. That's one of the main things that helped me. You have people like B. Smith, you have people like B.B. Moore Campbell. They wrote what they knew about. You know, they didn't try to be extravagant or reach so far out to write about things where they would have to research and all this stuff. No, they they wrote what was close to home. And with B.B. Moore Campbell, I might dedicate an episode to her. She is no longer with us, but she wrote about um, how her daughter was struggling with mental illness. And we we know, you know, we, we know who the, the she's an actress, the daughter's an actress, but that in itself was an entire ordeal. You know, it was a struggle for her, the embarrassment, um, the, the, no, I don't want to say the, 
not so much the embarrassment and the shame, but the, but the pain of seeing her child go through that. And she, there was nothing that she could only do but so much to help that situation. That's what made her connect with her audience, because whether or not someone else's child was struggling with mental illness, that small factor right there of being um, feeling out of control and helpless when it comes to your child. So many people can relate to that. So that's why I say, you know, don't beat yourself up as far as trying to find out what you're, you want to write about. It's There are so many things in your life, in your family's life, um, at your job, your, your day-to-day living that that can be crafted into a powerful story. So I, I again, I want to dedicate this episode to author B. Smith. Um, she she was a pioneer in her own right. I I hope that with her legacy, um, you know, it will continue to, you know, uh, cre- open doors for more discussions when it comes to mental illness amongst minorities. She chose to still tell her story. So that that is another example of someone choosing to, you know, make that decision and move forward with it. So now that she's no longer here with us, her legacy is still here that has that lasting impact. I would highly suggest that we we go and, and pick up a copy of her book and learn more about her message, about her story and about her cause, uh, because that. At the end of the day, you know, things like that is what matters. If we're looking for change from within, I think this is where it begins. All right. So I want to thank you all for listening. And I really thank you guys for your continued interest. I don't want to take that for granted. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, every week I'm seeing new visitors, uh, new people signing up. That really means a lot to me. So if you're uh, want, if you want more interest and in, if you want more information on me, I'm fumbling over my words. You can go to musuwrites.com. I am also on Instagram and Twitter. Musuwrites is the handle. And you can sign up for the newsletter and you can become informed because I promise you guys, I am putting together more content where I re- release that information on the newsletter first before I go anywhere else to release it. All right. And also just, um, you can visit the website to learn more about the, the book that I'm working on because that in itself has been a journey. I mean, there will be a few podcast episodes dedicated to that as well because I think um, it's just important to explain because it's become, I don't want to say it's become complex, but it's just become a very involved process, way more than I thought it, it would. The way it has grown from day one to now, I mean, it's really something worth talking about, worth sharing. So um, hopefully it's something that'll help you you all out uh, along the way. And hopefully these episodes that I do, these conversations that I have with other authors, other creatives are meaningful to you as well. All right. So make sure you are subscribed. That way, once a new episode drops, you will be notified of that as well. I want to thank you guys again, and I will speak with you next time. Take care.